If you are a comedian, I'm going to kill you. Um, that's a bit for only for Jillian. Um, but All I hope the best that you're enjoying it. Are. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bit for both of us in the recording. Um, and also an actionable threat. It's on site. Uh, it's the Doug Zone. I've created a strange vibe in the, the call already, but when do I not do that when I'm giving hey. the intro? The vibes are always a little strange. If there's one thing about the Doug Zone, the vibes are off. It's the Doug Zone promise. Our vibes will never be good. Um, they'll, they'll never always, be the same either. Yeah, as you say, but they'll always be a different kind of bad. That's the other thing we can promise you. I think that makes it really fun. Yeah, you'll get you get variety from the Doug Zone. Mm-hmm. Um, good variety. No, <laughs> but, but variety. variety. That's what matters. It's like. It's like a variety pack of chips, but if all of them were the ones that you don't eat. Oh, yeah. Okay. So it's like a variety pack of chips, and it's just like... I'm trying to think of the... Like the 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 baked cheddar sun chips. Um, Yeah. The kettle chips. The Lay's, like, kettle ones. Yeah, Um, those ones suck. The crunchy Cheetos. I don't mind those. They're not my go-to. I do prefer a regular Cheeto. The puffy, I feel like. Oh, is... those ones. Never mind. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, like Not the ones like... where, like, yeah, I don't like those ones. Mm-hmm. Um, That's what we are. Puffy yeah. Cheetos, sun-baked, <laughs> yeah, the... sun-baked sun chips, and uh, Lay's kettle chips. In that order. Yes. Um, <laughs> this is a great start. I um, think so. But yeah, how you doing, Jillian? How are you? I'm doing all right. Um, the fire inspector came by this morning, so. <laughs> no relation the, to the date, I'm sure. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> the date was not here, so that would be very funny if they were like, I heard Jillian went on a date. Let's show up to her no, apartment. I meant, I, <laughs> no, no, I meant the day it is. Oh, like, 420? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it's actually not. They do it oh, just okay. randomly. Last time it was in March. This time it's okay. in April. Although, yeah, now the idea of like a fire inspector yeah. showing up, like I heard you went on a date last night. Let's see if this building is up to code <laughs> is really good. Yeah, that's, I chose the funnier option. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> As per usual, you're bringing down my bits, Matt. Yeah, that's that's me. I'm the weight around the talent on the Doug Zone. Um in many ways, I'm the Adam Friedland of this podcast. Uh, if we're <laughs> Zoomer come town. Um, I'm skinny. We... I have glasses. I'm Jewish. Um, wait, no. Uh, um, hmm, that's not... Yeah, two out of three. Uh, <laughs> if you have two traits similar to another person, you're basically the same. Yeah, you can claim their ethnicity. Um, I did not say that. <laughs> no, I did. Uh, and so I think we're just going to make that the Doug's own stance. Oh, okay. Um, let me... Oh, no, I left my phone upstairs. But I was going to just tweet out, like, I claim this ethnicity or something. But I, I've you been gonna saved for myself. You were going to make a tweet claiming to be Jewish? Yeah, maybe. Who knows? That actually reminds... The first time I had a friend... It was, it was a, okay. The first I time cut, you had a friend? I cut myself off before I could finish that story. Uh, the first time I had a friend tell me... <laughs> we should start a podcast. He, he wanted to start a podcast and he suggested calling it two Jews and a lie. Um, that's really good. Well, I said, but neither of us are Jewish. That's and he just looked lie. at me and he was like, well, that's the lie, Matt. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, I see. Um, that's for, really good. Yeah, objectively b- good for both of us that our names were not attached to that project. But it's a very funny name. It's a very um, good joke. It's a very good bit. Um, I feel like if one of you were Jewish, it would be a better bit. Yeah. And most offensive. Yeah, exactly. That's a, It would be something that we could possibly do if one of if us was If one Jewish. of you were. But since we were not, I, I might get in touch with him. We'll get him on the Doug Zone. Um <laughs> Sounds who good. What, who knows what we'll call that episode? Uh, <laughs> okay, I kind of, I kind of need to discuss this video immediately. Um, okay, where do you want to start with it? The thumbnail. Uh, so yes, this is, this is Doug Walker's review of The Page Master, a movie that I have never heard of and wish I hadn't because it, it's not good. I don't like anything that I saw from this clip. 
and from like the clips he played. It wasn't any good. No How good. How would you describe the thumbnail of this video though? Okay. Hold on. Let me pull it up so I can actively be looking at it. Okay. So there is Doug Walker is opening a giant book and from the book is coming this like this uh light smoke? yeah and smoke and he's like his tie is like blown back by it it's very clearly like in an intense experience and then surrounding him are three other books that are also Doug Walker just Yeah that clear. are different versions of Doug Walker one of them is frightened holding on to we'll call him Doug Prime the one <laughs> opening the book um one of them has coffee and is excited and the other one has a cup of lean yeah i can't tell and what is that making fun of him yeah it's it's all deeply upsetting that's wait is that his character that's like the jewish guy not the jewish guy uh <laughs> i <laughs> you know what i'm talking about though right i'm not sure actually are you we aren't talking about bum reviews are we no, I know what okay. Bum Reviews is. Yeah, no, no. The Oh, wait, you mean like the uh, the snooty one, whatever he's called? Doug has too no. many characters. I can't keep these guys straight. And also, It doesn't matter, but anyway, there's like grainy. three of his uh, other characters around yeah, him. three of Doug Walker's alters are around him. Um, I think maybe the one behind him is actually Rob, maybe? I don't know. Anyway, okay. it's bad. It's bad, I don't it like it. up top nostalgia critic in like a font you would see used in like an 80s um arcade rpg game yeah and then under it is it says the page master review in like what looks only by the way page master is capitalized <laughs> in the entire thing that yeah. includes nostalgia critic yeah lowercase um, it's a big n but it is clearly a lowercase n yes but uh, the font used at the bottom, it's not Comic Sans or uh, the the uh, Papyrus, but it, it's in that vein. It looks like, like bad Disney free font. font. Like, yeah. Um, and it only gets worse from here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the first thing you said when I sent you this video is the thumbnail will haunt me forever. And so, I, you know, I'm just I want to go on record. Our beef has been squashed from last episode where you didn't mind the thumbnail i um, i stand by that opinion i stand by thinking that you're wrong but i'm glad that we can stand in solidarity saying this one's bad i don't like this one it upsets me <laughs> this one not good <laughs> this thumbnail was bad um so i only half remember this intro but doesn't he talk about michael jackson what was what was the reason for this yeah he's talking about um moonwalker yeah uh, is he talking about Moonwalker the arcade game? I think so. But yeah, he because goes like I don't know if you've ever played Moonwalker the arcade game, but I have an extensive knowledge and experience with it. Okay, well, do tell, please. Okay, uh... so Moonwalker the arcade game was um obviously an arcade game where you play as Michael Jackson. It's a you can play with up to four players, all in like different color palettes of Michael Jackson, like okay. his clothing. It would be very funny though very, if it were yeah. like various stages of Michael Jackson's like yeah plastic surgeries. <laughs> that would have been incredibly funny, but no, that would have been the greatest game of all time. If and you then you that. fight robots to save your fans, and okay. uh, you have a special button that you press where he does a moonwalk, and then it kind of like destroys. Like that's like. That's like the final smash. That's your finisher, you know? Okay. Is you do the moonwalk and then you spin around and then you do the thing where he like grabs his hat and goes on his toes and then a bunch of people die. Alright, that's cool. I, I'm I'm in favor of this game. But yeah, oh, so no, he, I love this game. He, Doug starts off his review by going like, Look, we all like Michael Jackson. Which interesting thing to go on record saying right before the Michael Jackson. This know, was thing. right before, wasn't it? Yeah. I was, well, I guess it was at this point, people were already saying things about it, but I guess people it was were right saying before, things like, about him since he was. Yeah. Perhaps doing things. Yeah. Since he, I'm going to just, I'm just going to side note. I'm the Doug Stone's going to take a brave stance here. I'm going to go out on a limb and say, if you want, if you like give children candy to sleep in your bed, you're probably molested. Yeah. Uh, you and probably somehow, aren't stopping there. Yeah, somehow, I think it's worse if he wasn't, 
Like, for some reason, that's just, like, so much more upsetting to me. Like, the idea of him being, like, you can sleep on my bed, and yeah. we'll just sleep next to each other, and it'll be fine. Yeah, him, like, doing, like, a Gandhi, like, test of celibacy, but, like, with children. I don't well, like that. that's no good. Yeah, it's no good. If he, Michael Jackson just like, well, I just wanted to be friends with these children. It's like, well, okay, that's so much sadder. Like, you know, at least if he's a pedophile, we can be like, well, he was evil. Um, but anyway. That would just be weird. And yeah, we all know we'd rather him be evil than weird. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'd rather. <laughs> that really is the Doug Zones brand, isn't it? Better to be evil than weird. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I don't remember why it is that he goes off talking about Page Map. I mean, not uh, Moonwalker. It's. But is it it's, just? Is it supposed to be just because like Macaulay Culkin is well, no, in the movie, or I don't remember why he does this. No, he does. He does like a thing where he's pretending like it's gonna be a review of Moonwalker and then an off screen like person tells oh, him yeah, tells No, we're him. doing Page Master and he goes, Page Master, what? I don't even know what? what that is. I've never even seen a I've never even watched a Cage Master or whatever. Oh, yeah. It's no good. It's not good. This is not Doug's best material, let me be clear. <laughs> Does Doug have best material? Well, like, if you made a best of, I think it would just be the Harry Potter video. Yeah, that's fair. And the um, one of him quitting his job. Yeah, like, the the two... Doug's non-nostalgia critic work yeah. uh, is his best material. Um, Some parts of To Boldly Flee, and then it cuts to the entirety of The Wall. Yeah. Uh-huh. His version or Pink yeah. Floyd's? I think it would also be very funny to be like, this is, oh, <laughs> like, I love Doug, Doug Walker. Walker's best moments. <laughs> yeah. Him being in Pink Floyd and creating the yeah. wall. <laughs> um, Implying that Pink Floyd ripped off uh, the Nostalgia Critic is funny every time. I'm just going to start saying that, like, every, like, every musician, every, like, film reviewer, I'm like, yeah, do you guys hear that Roger Ebert ripped off the Nostalgia Critic? Like... <laughs> Did y'all hear that Pink Floyd's The Wall wasn't original? <laughs> they actually ripped off this guy called Doug. Yeah, top ten songs, top him. ten bands whose greatest hits were covers. Uh, and you have like you know Bowling for <laughs> Number Soup one. with 1985, and then right underneath it, Pink Floyd with the entirety of The Wall. Um, and the number right underneath that, I think, should be Year 3000 by the Jonas Brothers because that's a cover, <laughs> and it upsets me every time. I know. I'm trying to think of like other like. Co- Johnny Cash was covering Nine Inch Nails when he did Hurt, right? Or did they cover him? I don't remember which way that one went. I don't um, know. Anyway, before we just go down the rabbit hole of going like, hmm, what are some covers I know? Yeah, uh, Johnny Cash's Hurt is a cover. Okay, that's what I thought. Um, so yeah, all right. That, I, I'm glad that I... That's really the only fact I know about either Johnny Cash or Nine Inch Nails, so I'm really glad that I got I've it right. I've seen Nine Inch Nails live. Really? How were I've they? I've seen a lot of like bands live in my like weird metal emo phase in high yeah. school that I've clearly grown out of. Yeah, naturally. Naturally. <laughs> nothing about me at all screams weird emo <laughs> and metal. <laughs> no, that was a visual bit just for that. <laughs> Great. Uh, <laughs> that made my day. I'm um, glad. I'm I almost lost order. this shirt today, actually. Oh, no. I couldn't find it. And I was like, because I was staying at somebody else's and I was like, I, I tore this apartment apart. I looked a cat dead in the eyes and was like, I think you ate my shirt. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I need you to tell me where this shirt is. Please. Yeah, I'm I was begging interrogating you. this cat. It's like, I know. Being you like, where did you put it? <laughs> I know you don't like me. Why did you do this? <laughs> and this cat and my nemesis. This cat was just a really big fan of uh, Little St. Wayne's. And so <laughs> she wanted a Coward Hour shirt for herself. Look, when I get memorabilia, I'm, I'm going to have to take it. Um, yeah, it's like really big Boys in the Well fan. And like, what are you going to do at that point? Yeah, I mean, you got nothing. You you just... <laughs> you got this shirt or you got your memories. Yeah, well, I'll start selling prints of the poster I made for it. Um, yeah. Available exclusively to be purchased by that one guy's cat. Um, <laughs> shout out to that one guy's cat. You know who you are. Yeah, shout out to that one guy's cat. Got to be one of my favorite genders. Um, really. Um, 
the trend also continues of fairies coming into the restaurant I work at. There was another one this week. Uh, what are they up to? Eating. I Okay. As long as they're not misbehaving. I guess I... My favorite moment, unrelated to a furry at the restaurant this week, I was food running. I had a food running shift and I brought down a dessert to this couple and I set it down and the girl immediately puts up her hair, like pulls okay. her hair back. And I'm like, what are you going to do to this dessert? <laughs> like, that's that's dark. What what are your plans? Yeah, like, <laughs> like, like She's about to go in on this yeah. cookie. Yeah. She like puts her hair up, ties her hand, hands behind her back. She's like, all right, guys, now check this shit out. Like... Into the ice cream. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, Oh, that reminded me of something, but I cannot remember what now. Oh, well. Um, yeah, I was having a bad time that whole shift, and I was about to get cut, and then a 30-top of high schoolers walked in and you're like, well, without calling us ahead of time. And I was like, well, I guess I'm staying on for another two hours to make <laughs> sure all of these guys get all their food. Yay. Yay. So that way I can get tipped $2 by them because they're high schoolers. Yeah, I was going to say, like... It's not even that they're bad tippers. They're just not capable of tipping more than that because they've spent their life savings on this meal. Like, <laughs> Unless their parents are paying for the meal. Yeah. and then, In which case, what's your excuse? Spend your parents' money. Yeah. <laughs> official official Ian stance. So I won't yeah, even say that. Be a very generous official... tipper when you aren't paying. And yeah. if possible, when you are. Um, it's but the same thing like business people do with the corporate cards. Well, they order like seventeen beers, yeah, and then they'll be like, "And on a hundred dollar tip," and you're like, "This isn't your money. I cannot Spend be." It as though it's a tax write off is my my advice to you when it comes to eating out, everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, I I was just I don't know why I thought about this, but my family visited. Are you familiar with Colonial Williamsburg? I um, am. Yeah, my family visited uh, over the weekend. And I didn't realize that that's where we were going. I just knew it was going to be a little chilly. You just got in the car? I just kind of got in the car. I knew we were going to- You're famous for just kind of getting in cars. I'm very big on that. You know, I'm like, Like, well, let's see where the wind takes you. I'm so worried that you're going to get, like, kidnapped because someone will open a van door and you'll just be like, well, let's see where this goes. You know, this will be great content content. on the Doug Zone. It's just like a bag over my head. And I'm like, well, surely this will all work out for me. Um, it always does. Yeah. It'll be like the, uh, you know, the, the story about how the pirates kidnapped Julius Caesar and he like laughed and told them to raise the ransom. It'll be that, yeah. except I'm like, please make it lower. They cannot afford that. I need you to like, please ask for less money. Um, <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, anyway, but no, I actually, now I remember it. Speaking of me getting kidnapped. Um, I'm now thinking about, I once took an Uber, I, I took an Uber ride home from a, uh, from an airport. Um, and I remember watching this Uber driver miss three turns in a row. And just like, I was just thinking to myself, like, well, this, this might this be it. where my story ends. Cause I just kept watching it reroute as he just like went by turns. I was like, this, I don't like this. Like the first time it happened, I was like, okay, this is fine. Um, Second time it happened. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I'm worried. And the third time I like paused my podcast. I was like, was he like saying anything? But. I think one of the weirdest things as an adult is sitting in the back seat. It's a strange like, feeling. Like, it never feels correct. Yeah. Um, like, I shouldn't be back here. This is for yeah, children and groceries. My parents picked me up to take me somewhere, and I was sitting in the back seat. And my mom was giving my dad directions, and she goes, take a left here. And he takes the left. And she goes, okay, now take a left. And he goes, I just did. <laughs> she just goes, okay. <laughs> and he drives straight. Like, my mom just gave up completely. I kind of respect that, actually. Um, Take a left. I just took one. All right. Well, I already did that. Uh, I can't take another left. What do you think I am? Stupid. Um, That's a U-turn? <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, yeah. So we went to Colonial Williamsburg, and I didn't realize that's where we were headed. I thought we were just going to, like, Williamsburg. I like Williamsburg. It's a nice town. Um, lovely area. And I knew it was going to be kind of cold. So I was like, well, it's not... But I should wear, like, a long sleeve shirt. And I just grabbed the first one I had. It happened to be my Bush did 9-11 sweater. 
that whenever you grab just like a random shirt it's always something way darker than it needs to be i've got a lot of like it's also like one of the only things in my wardrobe with color ironically enough um yeah i've got a lot of evil shirts i'm very sorry to the listeners if you can hear um lawn mowing outside of my window i'm trying to make it to where you can't but they decided at one o'clock on a wednesday was the time to mow the lawn so I can't hear it. I think we're okay. It okay, sound cool. like it's getting picked up. It's, if, if it's getting picked up, it's like something quiet in the background. All right, great. Awesome. Um, back to Colonial Williamsburg. Yeah, back to Colonial Williamsburg. Uh, yeah, so the shirt, on the front it says Bush did 9-11. On the sleeves, there's like um, little towers, a little plane, and yeah. an oil well. It's made by a friend of the show, Griff Shop, right? Uh, no, this is uh, this is Truanon merch, actually. Oh, yeah, because then that's that's the real kicker. On the back is a giant Osama bin Laden head, and the okay. beard says Truanon. So oh. it's a rough thing to wear. Um, and you just be doing it. I just be doing it. Well, because usually I'm not hanging out in Colonial Williamsburg, which has probably I think just the highest per capita percentage of like veterans and overall conservatives. Yeah, it's uh, not. <laughs> the best place to wear that i yeah. will say and so you know we're walking in there and they give us all name tags and my dad is like matt put your name tag over the bush did 9-11 right now and you're like that's not gonna solve the issue well yeah and i was like dad this is not what i'm worried about and i turn around and i'm like see well if because if i put the name tag over bush did 9-11 that completely removes the context of the rest of this thing and yeah, they'll think and it's an I endorsement crazy. um yeah exactly <laughs> they'll think i'm a fool um but anyway, I, I ended up putting the name tag over Bush did 9-11. And the whole time we were doing this tour, there was one guy in particular who didn't look at a single thing that the tour guide pointed out. He was just staring at me the whole tour. I um, really love that. Which rocks. I was having a great time. The tour guide was very nice. He never once acknowledged my shirt, but was always very polite when I asked questions. Um, uh, you're a question asker on tours? Well, when it's... When there's, like, silence after he goes, like, anybody have any questions about this room? And no one says anything. I'm like, sure, what's that chair made of? And I'll be like, well, I'm glad you asked. I um, kept doing that whenever my um, parents took me on, like, a the the Warner Brothers, like, studio lot tour. Oh, yeah, I yeah. just kept asking questions about lamps. <laughs> that was my entire bit the entire time was, like, are there any famous lamps we're going to see? What's the wattage on that one? Yeah, so he was like, he was like, yeah, there'll be lamps in the prop room. And then we got to the prop room, and I was like, this is a good amount of lamps. Yo, look at these <laughs> yeah. lamps. Like, and I had like a friend with me who was also doing this bit. <laughs> so he had like two people. We were pretending like not to know each other, but be like lamp enthusiasts that met on the tour. It's like the uh, that one green text about the guy who was taking like a tour of the zoo, and at the very beginning. One of the guys in the group just goes like, yo, where are the monkeys? The tour guide points it and he says like an hour later they showed up and he's just there bobbing his head and howling with the monkeys. I um, love it. Which is the energy I aspire to. I, When I was out in California, the high point was seeing Gibbons at the San Diego Zoo. I like almost cried. I love Gibbons so much. You love um, Gibbons? I They are my favorite animal. I love really? them more than anything. Yeah. You love I just, them more than anything? Except, well, yeah, no, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to come out and say it. Um, I love Gibbons more than anything. Um, okay. I would die for any Gibbon. Um, Big. But yeah, I, I don't know. I feel a kinship with them, you know? I can't describe it. It's, uh. I don't understand it, but. Gibbons I... and I have something special. I can't put it into words. Okay. Um, unrelated, but happy anniversary, Izzy. I love you. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you can't be doing this. I can't be doing this. I don't. I don't know what this is that I'm doing right now. But it's um, not good. Yeah, this is my it's my good classic content. bit. My classic bit. Talk about how much I love Gibbons, and then mention in passing my anniversary. Um, <laughs> they're both true. Um, on a national holiday, nonetheless. On a national holiday, nonetheless. Um, International, actually. That's true, yeah. I don't um, think 420 is specific to the U.S. I don't think so. I feel like even if it was, like, you know, American culture spreads its, it, you know, it's America's an insidious and evil nation that spreads its influence all over the globe. Um, yeah. And that includes memes. Uh, so yeah. I mean, like, 
you know the weird, obscure, like, theory that 420 was started by Kurt Cobain's death? Yeah. I don't know. I There's a lot of weird theories around Kurt Cobain's death, honestly. Um, and some not weird theories. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's several that are objectively true. Um, <laughs> yes. Just a reminder that, like... <laughs> supposedly injected himself with like enough heroin to kill two horses, then wrote a note it's and killed himself. Because like, I was, I was talking to my roommate and I was like, no, Courtney love for sure killed Co- Kurt Cobain. And she was like, so you'll hate Courtney love. And I was like, no, yeah, her music's great, but that's I'm not like, the no, point. I love Courtney love. She's cool. Yeah. But she did kill him. Yeah. It's well, it's the same. It's like, yeah. Talking about Michael Jackson. We're like, look, everybody loves thriller, but also we got to talk about these little boys. Like <laughs> everybody loves thriller, but what, what's up with him in those, those kids. What's up with him and those children? It's um, even like in the like Finding Neverland or whatever documentary. Oh yeah, yeah. He's talking about how he'll just be like bobbing along to a song and be like, "Ah, oh, this shit rocks," and yeah. then listen to it closer, and it's Michael Jackson, and he gets bummed out. It's like, oh man, not again! Dang it! <laughs> it must it must be hard, especially difficult whenever a person who's wronged you so like deeply and emotionally traumatized you is like making banger music yeah we're like oh i feel so conflicted um (laughs) or like just in incredible art but you're the victim yeah you're like well actually i think it's okay if we support roman polanski and you're (laughs) a victim of him (laughs) yeah actually bill cosby's music is good yes i got roofied by him but his comedy it's like yeah i I went to a halloween party and they were playing chinatown um (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, yo, this rocks. Who's this movie by? Oh, no. Oh, uh, no. Well, separate the art from the artist. <laughs> um, it's insane to me that he's just like still made. No, Roman Polanski isn't still making it. Well, maybe he did. I remember it's Woody Allen that like made a movie earlier this year. Yeah. Uh, which is- Roman Polanski is also still doing stuff, just not in America. Yeah. He's just in France. So he doesn't get arrested for being a pedophile. Um, uh, tough. Yeah. that's that's a real bummer day yeah getting arrested for being a pedophile or the fact that he can't be arrested i guess a little bit of both Both. uh, absolutely both yeah this is our our liberal arc where it's like you know both sides are bummed out by this both Um, sides are not happy (laughs) no one wins by roman actually roman polanski wins by roman fairly objectively as one like he he killed sharon tate in the 60s and then coasted off of that to become I'm, I'll admit, a pretty decent filmmaker. He's made some bangers. Uh, and then he got away with being a pedophile, too. Like, he truly he can't like keep getting away. like if Love was a pedophile. We just, yeah. we couldn't. <laughs> exactly. Then we couldn't support her. Yeah. Th- this, that is where I must draw the line. Um, it's like the, isn't it in the game, like the book? The infamously bad oh, pickup yeah, artist yeah. book, how Courtney Love is like a weird side character where she's just living with them and just like yeah. hanging out with all of them. No yeah. one's fucking her, but she's just like vibing. Yeah, she's just hanging out. It's like, I just wanted to see what was up. So, you know? Like, one of the boys, Courtney Love. Yeah. <laughs> one of like the worst group of boys. Just yeah, no, <laughs> not good. Like, it's not good, but. One of the boys. One of the boys. Derogatory. Um, but. <laughs> I'm, what was I just thinking of? That, like, that reminder, like, completely reset whatever I was going to say. Um, <laughs> the, her being a, a side character in the game? Yeah, yeah, that, I forgot about that. Oh, no, I was also, I was spiraling about, like, the Oklahoma City bombing and Terrence Yakey again a couple days ago. Are you familiar with this one? Oh, I stay spiraling about the Oklahoma City bombing, and no one else understands why I spiral so much about it. But I'm like, this is this is the terrorist attack that we should be talking more about. And no one else seems to agree with me. Yeah, no, it's very, like, it's, we all know that Bush did 9-11. We don't, what no one acknowledges is that the FBI straight up just did the Oklahoma City bombing. They straight up were like, ah, yeah, there's a daycare in there. Eh. Well. Well. Price of freedom, off we go. Um, But yeah, no, uh, so for those of you who aren't aware, uh, Terrence Yakey was one of the, uh, he's one of two good police officers to ever live. The other one being Christopher Dorner, but we'll get into that later. Um, He's one of the police officers present at the Oklahoma City bombing, and he said things like, hmm, I don't think this official story is correct, and 
I saw another suspect walking away. I don't think it was just Timothy McVeigh. Um, and then he, uh, according to the official report, committed suicide by slashing his wrists 11 times, stabbing himself in the neck twice, and then crawling through a field over a barbed wire fence and shooting himself in the head. You know that um, thing we all do? That thing we all do. Um, has like, you know, I feel were like every person who's severely wrist, mentally ill has like a, a backup suicide plan <laughs> where they're like, well, if, if things go off the rails... Yeah, <laughs> um, and we're both severely mentally ill. Isn't yours slashing your wrists eleven times and yeah, then in the middle of my car, barbed wire, crawling over a barbed wire fence, and yeah. then when I is- think about my ideal way to kill myself, I think what is the most painful, elongated, and convoluted <laughs> process that yeah. would end in my death. And it's not even funny. Yeah, that's the thing about suicidal ideation. What you want is for the pain to be intense and prolonged. That's what the yeah. cause of those thoughts is. You're like, man, I wish it felt like this more and longer. It's uh, like, but if I am going to do that, I'm going to make it a bit. Like, it's going to be funny. Yeah, exactly. If um, I commit suicide, it will be a, a joke. It I will still, be funny. Yeah, I still like the the guy, again, I think it might be an urban legend that someone told me, but like the guy who tied the gun to a weather balloon. Uh, so it like floated yes, away I and they thought it was a murder. Well. <laughs> um, that rules. That's great. Yeah. I love that. Let me just, yeah, let me be clear with everybody. If you find the gun near my body, I was murdered. Um, <laughs> but if I turn up dead and there's no gun anywhere, oh, buddy. Oh, that oh was boy. That was my doing alone. Um, <laughs> um, anyway, I think, you know, the point of that little side tangent is what to say. What was the point of that? Uh, I don't know. I was just sort of, I was thinking about it some more and I was thinking, you know, the, the idea with things like that, where it's like, you know, the quote unquote suicides that are so obviously not, it's, it's uh-huh. a power move, right? They can go, it's your way they of can saying say like, it's a suicide and everyone goes, yeah, it's a suicide, even though it is so incredibly yeah. clearly no, not a suicide. It's so clearly not a suicide, but uh-huh. there's nothing you can it's do about it. Committed suicide with two gunshots to the back of the head. Like yeah. it's their way of saying, it, you know, it's like, it's their way of saying we can get away with murder and you will believe us that it's not murder. Yeah. I was also, I was also thinking I've, I've been re-listening to a good series on like the Iran Contra things. I've been, it's, it's been a weird week for me. Yeah, um, it sounds like you're doing well. I'm doing great. Um, yeah. I had a week off of work and used it all to just go completely insane. Um, As, you know, that's respectable. Yeah, but I, yeah, no, I was, like, re-listening to a series on Iran-Contra, and I think my favorite is still the guy who was, like, involved with, like, drug deals, um, and, uh, like, knew George, George H.W. Bush, and, like, called up his office and said, like, I'm going public about this if you threaten me again, and then the next day, like, a car full of, like, I don't remember if they were Colombian drug dealers or who they were, but they just sprayed him with submachine guns. It's... (laughs) And when they, like, investigated his body, he had George H.W. Bush's phone number in his pocket. It's like, oh, this is so cool. I'm so glad that this man became president and then got his son president, too. I hate it so much. What an evil country. Living in Texas, let me tell you, however much you despise the Bush family. (laughs) It's worse for you. Yes. At least I have a state border between me. Yeah. They're everywhere. Their names, (laughs) everywhere. To drive to my hometown, I have to get on a tollway called George H.W. Bush. I hate there it. There is no escape. One of them, like, they're always speaking at colleges. Well, That's, the, the live ones. Yeah, the living ones. Obviously. Yeah. They're not like no, Weekend at Burning, Herbert Walkers. <laughs> they got Prescott Bush's skeleton for this. How'd they manage that? Um, I love the idea of them, like, ventriloquy, like... Doing oh yes, H. W. Bush's like yeah. whole, whole speech. <laughs> I think my favorite thing about the Bushes is the fact that like before H. W. They just weren't Texas people either. Like no, they, they just are, decided that they were wasps. the most Texan. Yeah, they're wasps, and then George H. W. Bush was like, "Well, sounds like there's money to be made in oil, so no more Harvard for me." Goodbye. Or I think he was Yale actually. Yeah, because he was Skull and Bones. Yeah, so he was and like Yale they're guy. all Yale. Yeah. Um, if, if there's an evil person, they probably went to Yale. Or Har- no, there's plenty of evil people at Harvard, such as everyone I connected to. I don't trust Yale. Um, no, I don't trust Yale either. But I did I talk I don't about trust the Ivy Leagues. Yeah, yeah, that's a good stance. I did I tell uh-huh. you guys about? I think I've mentioned this on mic before that I ruined the social network for Michael when I showed it to him because I kept pausing and like 
mentioning characters who are connected to Jeffrey Epstein. Yes, you have said this. It takes place at Harvard. They're all connected. No one's here. They're all there. They're all there. Epstein was probably using Facebook. Yeah, (laughs) that's a really dark thought. Epstein's like Epstein's Facebook wall like? Man, imagine Jeffrey Epstein's digital footprint. Um, (laughs) Did they ever? If only any of it existed anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Did they ever confirm whether or not that like Reddit account was actually Ghislaine Maxwell, or if it was just like someone sharing her name? I know. I don't know if they ever. I doubt they confirmed that because it's related to the Epstein trial and it's. Glenn Maxwell and they've covered up everything. Yeah. But yeah, learning connecting that connecting her to Epstein. Learning that it's at least possible that Ghislaine Maxwell was well, a redditor. Like a redditor? And had, yeah. I think it was literally like the most Reddit karma of any user on the site. That's it's so good. That's so perfect. And it like they stopped posting right when she got arrested. Like it's awesome. Like, you're <laughs> the person that did that, you might be the funniest person alive yeah you deserve the reddit karma i still don't know what that is like i don't understand reddit at all oh Um, you just you get points for making posts for like getting up votes yeah so wait is karma different from gold right because don't you like actually give out gold is like reddit currency Hmm, karma is like like a little reward it's like it's just clout for using Reddit. So okay, like I, neckbeards can be like, well, I have more Reddit karma than you. So I'm more online than you. And that's a good thing. Yeah. I have touched <laughs> less grass than you. I, I did hear it that time. Um, this okay, is great you know, radio. You know, sometimes lawns need to be mowed. And who are we to stand in the way? Anyway, speaking of uh, the Doug Zone is brought to you by Manscaped. Um, <laughs> that's actually what that is. <laughs> just standing outside I, with a giant like razor just going over the yard no, actually it's a normal sized one oh, which I see, is yeah. why it's taking so long oh i see i see yeah perfect um, um they just like amplify the sound to make it sound like a lawnmower holding it up to a megaphone um, yeah yeah and there's like a promo code on like the gardener's back um uh-huh. i i Okay, wait. We need to talk about this video. Okay, back to the video. Back to the video. Because the video itself is fine. This is one of the rare instances where the movie looks the movie far looks worse, worse than, yeah. than the video. Um, so, okay, I was in another. I was in another tab. What just happened? I just heard like a thought. I Are kind you okay? of fell. On, okay. um, I'll be okay. Right. Yeah, I, I was pulling up like the YouTube tab, and I just hear like a crash, and I'm like, I fell a little bit, but it's okay. I'm fine. We can fall a little bit I'll, as a treat. Can we, I feel like we'd be remiss not to talk about the cast of this movie. It's insane. It's star-studded. Yeah. Like, so Macaulay Culkin plays the, the child. Uh, okay. The page master. Macaulay Culkin. Christopher Lloyd. Patrick Stewart. <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg are the first four. Yeah. And then who was the last book? I don't remember the last one. Um... Alexis Krishner, Ed Begley Jr., Mel Harris. Yeah, it's it's insane that they just like casually got these people. Um, yeah, it's it's baffling. But yeah, so the premise of it is that Macaulay Culkin is a child who likes statistics too much to enjoy books and adventure. Uh, It'd be like that. Yeah, and then he. Um, one day he he rides his bike to pick up a box of nails. I think. And, that thing we all do. Yeah, he gets like he has to take shelter in a library after a storm hits. And Christopher Lloyd plays this librarian who tries to like get him to read books. He's very aggressive about it. Um, it's like it's it's pro book propaganda. That's yeah. what this is. Yeah, it's pro book <laughs> propaganda, and I it's, will not stand for it. Um, if one of the books was programmed to kill, would you like this movie? That would be awesome. If like. I yeah, I'd love to get. If the movie was exactly the same, except the books were "Behold a Pale Horse," "Programmed <laughs> to Kill," and like "The Turner Diaries." Dune. Oh, yeah, Dune. Yeah, that's much better than the most racist book ever written. Yeah, um, I, the Anarchist Cookbook. Yeah. Um, um, <laughs> can we just? Uh, no, I, I don't want to. I, I wanna... made an Anarchist Cookbook reference at like my family Easter lunch. <laughs> Got a couple laughs. Okay, nothing Look, crazy. If it, if it goes over fine, that's what matters. Because they were talking about um, 
Breaking Bad and my brother's a teacher. So they were like, Patrick, you'd never do that. Right. And I was, and I was like, as Patrick furiously opens his phone and swipes away the tabs for <laughs> the anarchist cookbook. Yeah, I would love it if, like, in Breaking Bad, I don't know why, but, like, the idea of just replacing, like, it's all exactly the same, but it's just that, like, he's selling weed is a really funny image to me. That's like, really good, By the end actually. of it, like, it's like a group of neo-Nazis who have taken over the operation, and it's still just, like... It's, like, it's, <laughs> fine... Yeah. Weed. Like it's even legal in the state. Yeah, yeah. It's CBD oil. Like it's not it doesn't even get you high. Like Yeah, like it's it's But there's still like the scene where he's like He's in an MLM. Yeah, Breaking yeah. Bad is exactly the same, except he's texting people, Hey girl, you wanna buy some weed? <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, Alrighty. Um but yeah, so Christopher Lloyd <laughs> plays an insane librarian. Doug Walker says that he looks like Lennon. Which really bothered me. He um, doesn't. doesn't look like Lennon. If you want, you could even compare him to another, like a, a contemporary figure in Russian politics. You could just say he looks like Trotsky, and you would be closer to the truth. Yeah. But oh well, that doesn't matter. He doesn't look like Lennon though. Yeah, he the worst fully part is, just doesn't. Doug is so confident in this that he puts up a picture of Lennon next to Christopher Lloyd, and it's just not the same. It not looks the same at all. The only similarity is that they both have a goatee, but anyway. And so Macaulay Culkin flees the ch- flees the librarian. Um, and because there's nothing worse than reading. There's nothing worse than being told you need to read a book. Um, the three genres of book. I do anything book, to not read. Yeah, the three genres of book that he suggests are fantasy, adventure, and um, what was the last one? And horror, which. I feel like all three of those are significant crossover. That doesn't feel like proper genres. If you want to suggest three different genres of book. Yeah. But, oh it's well. like, I agree with that. I feel like if you want to, exp- to tell a kid like, but there's a book for everyone. It'd yeah. be like, f- fantasy is a good one. I think. Yeah. I think I would do like fantasy, uh, a historical fiction, maybe. Yeah, okay, for like the boring children. Uh huh, and then like a graphic novel, which is like technically reading. Yeah, one of the ones where it's like it's it's technically a there's book. there's um, words. Yeah, you know? there are words. It's on pages. You're uh-huh. you're doing fine. It, it meets the requirements of a book. <laughs> it's like Mighty Mouse or, or like Captain mouse. Underpants. Um. Uh. But yeah, no. Anyway, it's it's a strange set of genres. But so Macaulay Culkin flees, and then goo falls from the ceiling and turns him into a cartoon character. And this wizard called the Page Master informs him that he has to face the three genres uh, in order to return home, which, that seems a little rude. I wouldn't just kidnap children and make it them is rude. books. Uh, but yeah, so then books voiced by, you know, Patrick Stewart and Whoopi Goldberg in particular show up. Um, and these books are so upsetting to look and at. And Frank Welker is the horror. Really? Oh, man. Um, but yeah, these books are viscerally upsetting to look at. I don't like them at all. Oh, I don't like them either. And Patrick Stewart isn't talking like Patrick Stewart either. He's doing like a weird pirate accent because he's adventure. Um... Adventure and fantasy are basically the same, right? Yeah, they're basically the same thing. Like, adventure, adventure is so vague and broad. Like, yeah. both horror and fantasy can be considered to have elements of adventure. That's just every going book, to a place. Every single book has an element of adventure or else there's no story. Yeah, I could, I could make an argument for, like... Every book being an adventure novel. Yeah, like, even something like Catcher in the Rye, where the point is that nothing happens technically an adventure because at least he goes to new york like (laughs) yeah and like the the mental stuff you know yeah yeah much like me he goes on adventures within his mind um in his mind's eye he is adventuring yeah so then they they have to interact with famous literary characters so first they meet dr jekyll um who surprise surprise turns into mr hyde what Um, yeah Bipolar icon, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Um, (laughs) Yes, exactly. Um, I'm claiming uh, Dr. Jekyll Valor. 
Claiming Doctor in my Jekyll era. I'm in my, <laughs> I'm in my Hyde arc. Yeah, I was gonna say which one. Yeah, yeah, Doctor Jekyll and Sam Hyde. Uh, <laughs> he just drinks the potion and becomes racist. Um, I'm not in that arc. I will say I might be. Who, who can say? Um, okay. As I waggle my eyebrows at the camera. Um, but yeah, so they they escape from Dr. Jekyll slash Mr. Hyde when they make their way into adventure where they meet Captain Ahab of, you know, Moby Dick fame. Uh, Which, like, if you're trying to get a kid interested in books, also don't make them read Moby Dick. Yeah, I have I have a comment about that that's coming soon. Uh, but yeah, so then Moby Dick, I don't really know what happens there. You just, like kills Ahab and then they carry onward I think um and very then, weird yeah and so then the books the books he gets separated from the books and he assumes that they died because you know they're made of paper and they got knocked into the ocean uh and then he so he carries on by himself and makes his way to the last of the genres which is uh adventure I assume um is because adventure and fantasy are so like broad the same. Of them, I cannot tell which one was supposed to be which. But yeah, he and they they meet Long John Silver from the second. That's the, so. This is why, if you're wondering why I had to like explain each of these books, it's because for some reason they chose two Robert Louis Stevenson novels. I don't it's know why really weird. he's being so like overrepresented here. But they're like, okay, we got Strange Case of Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde and Treasure Island. Why? We didn't like, need to I'm do trying both to of think these. of any reason why they would be like both of them. Are they both I maybe they're just both like public domain at this point, so they can do that. Like I, mean, I guess, but there's but more then, books you, than that than in public that are public domain that wouldn't Yeah, I was gonna say, or you you just straight up have him meet like King Arthur. Like you're like, Yeah, you want fantasy? Here, Arthurian legend. Go. Yeah, the most fantasy. Yeah, like the thing that made all fantasy as we know it. But no, they go for Treasure Island. Then he escapes, he fights a dragon or something, and the, the page master's like, all right, you're 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 brave now, you can go home, you can become a real boy again. Um, and then he runs into Christopher Lloyd again, and he checks out three books that are just called Adventure, Fantasy, and Horror. Uh, and that's, My favorite books, actually. Yeah, my favorite books. Yeah. Now, what's your favorite book? Oh, Adventure. Oh, sure. mine is horror. The other reason that I wanted to focus on all of these books is because of... There's there's a liar in the comment section on this video. I do okay. not believe this man. Uh, Jay Roscoe, lie. five years ago, comments, believe it or not, The Page Master was actually one of my favorite films when I was younger. Now, even going off of that, I could say he's lying. But then he says, I love the story it told me, and it actually got me to read the books it used. This is no. why it was one of my favorite Nostalgia Critic reviews. That is not true. Hey, no hey, child I- has ever read Moby Dick by Herman Melville. And especially you haven't done this because of the movie Page Master. And then everyone clapped. Yeah, and then everyone right? clapped after I told them I had read everything. Like I also well, uh, I read some William oh, no, William Carballa four years ago agrees with you that he looks more like uh Trotsky. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Alright, thank you. Thank you, William. Uh-huh. I appreciate you. But yeah. Um Let's see, what are the... And now I'm just scrolling through the comments. Um, Hoodwink comments, the Mr. Hyde part freaked me the hell out, comma, as a kid. Uh, I don't know why, like, that that syntax is so funny to me, but just him going, like, it freaked me out, but let me be clear. I was younger when that happened. Now I'm I'm a grown man. I, I don't fear Mr. Hyde the way I used to. You killed... Here's one. Five years ago, Kyle Carson says... You killed the whole movie when you said, how the hell did he get these statistics without reading books? Not like the internet existed. So true. Um, I would love it if, yeah, the beginning is just that he's like a racist child. It's like, how did he get these FBI crime statistics without reading books? Uh, but <laughs> I, I like that this comment shows up in literally every single video. Uh there's two right next to each other. Lego C97 comments, anyone else begun to feel nostalgic for old nostalgic critic episodes? And Ugh. right underneath that, Farhana K comments, when you get nostalgia from a nostalgia critic video, dot, dot, dot. Uh, yeah, it's, it's so true, both of you. 
Apparently, this is adapted from a book. Page is, turn. Wait, so is it adapted uh, from three books, or is it adapted from a book in which they? So meet somebody the other in books? the comments said, "I liked the film, but I loved the book even more. One of my favorite books growing up, even before I liked reading." So, okay. is the Page Master a book? I am on that right now. Page Master book. I got it. Uh, yes, it is. Huh. So what was this guy's deal with Robert Louis Stevenson? Now I can complain about him. Wait. But it's an adaptation of what? Of the movie. Oh. Okay. So it's like one of the novelizations. Like when they they had those for the Star Wars prequels as well. And I read them all. And they are... It's very funny because you can tell that this like writer is. Oh, going I've read in. all of those as well. Yeah, where he's like trying to make anything in the prequels be good or make sense. Um, Related books uh, to this are The Page Master, Adoption, Uncharted Waters, A Psychologist's Case Studies for Clinical okay. and Forensic Issues with Practice Practical Advice for Adoptees, Parents, and Therapists, Fivefold New York Adventure. And matzo, 35 recipes for Passover. That's such a powerful Those are the four related books to the Page Master storybook. That's sick. So if you're adopted Jewish and going on a New York adventure. (laughs) Well, um, have I got the set of books for you? Boy, do I have the book and movie for you. Yeah, it's, the, it's the end of uh, it's the end of the movie, and he's holding those three books. And Chris, this one's like, I'm afraid you can only check out yeah. two. You think just have, this once? <laughs> so, adventure is Fievel's New York Adventure. Then, fantasy is, is uh, which one? Uh, Adoption or Matzo? I'm trying to figure out which one's going to be more upsetting. Because I don't They're feel both like bad. neither of these are okay. So we're going to go back. Actually, we're going to make it fantasy is Fievel's New York Adventure. Adventure okay. is, is uh, adoption. Is, is no adventure is is Passover. The cookbook. No, it's Passover because there's no. I'm not going to say that yeah, being Jewish is horror. It's 35 um, recipes oh yeah, yeah, the for horror, Passover. The yeah, my my mistake. And yes. all year long. And all year long, of course. Well, what um, kind of recipes does this come with? Yeah, let's 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 pirate this book live on air. Let's read out these recipes. Um. Just in time for Passover to end. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, and then, yeah, horror will be the the adoption one. Um, sorry <laughs> to our adopted listeners, but that was just, you know. I'm not. <laughs> I will never apologize to my adopted listeners. Um, okay, yeah. shout out to this person on Twitter who posted. Like a link to a PDF or what? Oh, uh, yeah, okay. It's not working. No. Uh, let's see. Now I'm just scrolling through if the comments. We haven't got it? much. No. Yeah, the comments are pretty bland on this one. They're, they're matching the video. I mean, there's just not a lot going on. Yeah. Like, this guy commented, I distinctly remember this movie being one of my favorites as a kid. I have a DVD of it somewhere. I. What brings you? That's a great one. Why do you feel the need to say like, "Yeah, I used to have"? I'm sure I have a DVD floating around somewhere. Um, Yeah, that's that's a weird one. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I know that like we started this podcast by listing different kinds of chips that we don't like, so we can't really judge people for like saying like weird and not particularly interesting things. But still, come on, man. At least we didn't put it in writing. Yeah. At least no one will listen to this. Yeah, no one will see <laughs> this podcast. Uh, and that's that's what I can say for sure. That's uh, what I rely so heavily on the fact that we don't have too many listeners. That if we ever get any sort of popularity, I will immediately panic. Yeah, it's going to be a dark day when the Doug Zone starts to pop when off. When the Doug Zone blows up, um, we will be I gone. might barn dog out. <laughs> yeah. We'll uh, we'll start a Patreon, and then just split the cash from the first month and vanish, and that will be that will be how this podcast ends. Um, <laughs> and we're completely original in doing that. Yeah, we're completely original in doing that. I call it the contrapoints maneuver. Um, <laughs> I call it the Lindsay Ellis. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna post all of our apologies. Yeah, we'll post the apologies we'll- for. I'll post an apology for each time I've done, and we're just going to call it the comedian voice. 
Uh, <laughs> I'll post an apology for every time I've said retard. Yeah. Oh, there's another one. No, no, I think you're you're allowed to do that one. I'll post apologies for every time I've said it, though, um, which will be uh, never. Just be clear. Um, although said, uh, the, said it, it being the R word, not yeah. anything else. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to say it. What other things retard. I've said? <laughs> That's what I'm going to tweet. I'm going to say it, and then. <laughs> In the thread. And then as the Doug Zones account, I will reply with the R word, and then we'll both have plausible deniability. Um, <laughs> That's what the Doug Zone account is for both of us, isn't it? Yeah, you know the, um, you know the, that one, like the video of the kid, who, like, like the middle school returns around, he's like, I'm just going to say it. I don't care that you broke your elbow. Yeah. I would love it. He just turned around, he's like, I'm just going to say it. Boop! Like he like drops the N word. Like, Someone make that edit for us, please. Please, I need Drop this. Drop in the Discord. Um, um, speaking of the Discord, I feel like we have to talk about all of your impersonators. Yeah, we. I was trying Twitter. not to, but and then we have no I choice. I know we're giving them what they want, but also. Yeah, so we have on Twitter. Uh, I want. I need to implore you all: do not follow Matt K Ultra or the second parody account. This uh, Matt Gay Ultra. Sorry, follow Matt K Ultra. That one's me. Uh, don't follow, follow Matt Gay Ultra. Yeah, I follow all of them as well. Um, but yeah, so Matt Gay Ultra recently made his appearance. Um, in the Discord. He made an appearance in the Discord. Matthew Bisexual Extreme appeared on Twitter, which is pretty funny. Credit where it's, it's due. It's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, anyway. Speaking of that, go ahead and go ahead and join the Discord if you're not in there. What you doing? Join the Discord. Join the Discord. The Discord's a fun time. Tag Matt Matt Gay Ultra and slurs. Say mean things to him. Um, Don't do that. Don't bully people in the Discord. But come hang out in the Discord. (laughs) Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, uh, TikTok. TikTok? I might might start posting things to TikTok. Who knows? One day I'll ask for the password. Um, (laughs) I will give it to you. I keep thinking about that. You can literally, or you can literally send me videos and I will post them to the TikTok because apparently TikTok is weird when two people are on the same Mm, account. Okay. Well, we'll figure it out. I I just keep thinking what a funny bit it would be to just like upload like me just like badly doing dances from like three years ago. Uh, To clips of the podcast because I've thought about doing like Oh, that could be fun. Doing like yeah. white girl makeup tutorials, but just in the background the just playing. playing. Actually, that sounds kind of fun. I right? I feel like there would be an audience for that, where it's no? like you get to see a fun makeup look and like chuckle the, as I'm like, yeah. what I if mean, what, this character was racist? What would that be very like? similar to like the true crime babes, you know? Yeah, it's like the true crime babes, but somehow less harmful to society. I don't know how exactly. we managed that. Exactly. <laughs> so I might start doing that. That that would be fun. Yeah, it should be fun. Um, that could be fun. Leave us leave us some reviews. We haven't gotten any reviews in a while, I don't think. Yeah, leave us some reviews. Leave out. us five stars on Spotify. You can do that now. Um, and all the other platforms. Just be nice to us, is what we're saying, basically. Um, I've had a rough week. I want you to be nice to me, please. Um, <laughs> this is, this is, I don't know if you've... I don't know. So we do have. Oh, I have not read this. Right, this one on air. Oh boy, go ahead. Let it, me. It was in February. I don't think I have. It says my buff a human arc. They did a crossover with Animorphing Time, so I gave the show a listen. Then made the uneducated decision to marathon my way through the first first nine episodes during a ten hour work shift. I'm not sure what the parasocial parasocial version of Stockholm Syndrome is, but I do oh, now that I'm hooked this on this podcast. We have. Yeah, yeah, I've talked it's about great. parasocial Stockholm syndrome. It's great. Uh, it's shout great. out to Blake. I think, I think they tweeted something similar yeah. to us, but I don't know if we've read that on yeah. like Shout out to everyone who's left us a five-star review and the one person who left us a one-star review and didn't even write anything. Yeah, I'm praying on your Say downfall. it with your face. Yeah, coward. Stand and face me. Say it with your chest. Say it battle. with your chest. Yeah. Don't half-ass um, this. Full-ass <laughs> this. Uh, yeah, exactly. Perfect. Um, but yeah, and then let's see. Uh, um, we should start posting clips again. To kill. I'm sure we'll find a, a good yeah, clip. Yeah, I will start posting clips again. I've just been extremely busy because my finals week is coming up. No, it's okay. That's, that wasn't yeah. me like it complaining oh, no, that you were I will start clear. posting clips again. Yeah. Um, also, like, the last episodes have been difficult to clip, because, like, the only clippable things were me going, like, hey, what if Mario was racist? No, like, they're, oh, 
Well, first of all, that was besides the point. No, all of the <laughs> clips have been you be doing like actionable threats that I've been able to come up with. And I'm like, I can't do a clip where Matt essentially puts a fatwa out on somebody. <laughs> it would be pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. We gotta, we gotta post our, my, my classic, I don't think you should. And then in but if you kill did. Bill Clinton bit, uh, which, you know, it's, it's a good bit. An age old classic. Um, anyway, uh, with all that said, I think that's all the plugs we've got. We covered everything. Uh, And so all that remains is to say XOXO. Gossip Doug.